0: Welcome to Authentic You Are, the podcast. I believe that you're an amazing, wonderful human being. You are so powerful, and you're needed because you're gifted with some uniquely valuable abilities to bless the world with. Authentic You Are is here to give you insights on your journey of creating the most wonderful version of yourself so that you can make the best out of this great, beautiful adventure called life. hello you i hope you're doing great today um i don't know where or when this episode will find you but i hope you are doing amazing and by amazing i mean just you know living in the present moment with whatever you are feeling and just feeling it deeply um and listening to yourself i hope you are kind to yourself I hope you are validating yourself and your emotions and your feelings. I hope that you are loving yourself right now. <laughs> so I am at home right now. It's 9.34 p.m. I'm sitting in the dark. Um, I've spent the whole day at home doing nothing. And I planned it, okay? I planned to... Doing nothing today. I just binged. I watched Game of Thrones. <laughs> I think I watched two episodes today and I watched a movie and, um, you know, I just got to the point where I was like, I need to be doing something. This is too much binging. I can't, I can't help it. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I was like, this is the right time to go for this episode. And um, it's just, I'm just feeling cozy. I feel cozy today. Um, I've had a very nice day alone. I had breakfast alone. I made my own lunch and I had my lunch. I watched the sunset. It was, it was a beautiful day. To some of you who don't know who I am, I am Eja Sabrin. The host of Authentic You Are and I am a mental health, well-being and peace enthusiast and I am on a journey of advancing towards a higher version of myself to be able to have a better life quality and through this podcast I intend to tell you my story and share with you all the insights and lessons that have been empowering me and keeping me inspired to move forward with love and authentic power. I am not a specialist, a psychologist, nor a medical doctor, so if you're suffering from a psychological or medical condition, please seek help from a qualified health professional. This episode, I'd like to talk about a subject that I love, yes, I do love this subject, So much and um, because it has been helping me a lot on my path okay and this subject is forgiveness and I'll tell you about what I thought of forgiveness before and how this initial perception that I had affected my life and what I learned forgiveness actually is Okay, and how this new perception of forgiveness helped me move forward in my journey and most importantly, be able to live an authentic life. So I decided to start this episode by a quote from the king of forgiveness, Nelson Mandela. And he said, as I walked out the door toward the gates that would lead to my freedom, I knew if I did not leave my bitterness and hatred behind. I would still be in prison. To tell you a little bit about Mandela's story for those who don't know about it, Mandela, who was a South African anti-apartheid revolutionary, was imprisoned for 27 years for his activism against um, the racist system of apartheid in South Africa. During his imprisonment, Mandela suffered abuse and mistreatment at the hands of his captors and even though when he was finally released from prison in 1990, Mandela preached forgiveness and reconciliation rather than vengeance and retribution. He recognized that in order to build a peaceful and just society, it was necessary to move beyond the cycle of hatred and revenge that had characterized South Africa's history. And in 1995, Mandela established the truth and reconciliation commission trc to investigate and address the human rights violations that occurred during the apartheid era the trc provided a platform for victims and perpetrators to confront the past and work towards reconciliation Mandela is a he's a real i don't know to me he's such a such a mentor in this subjects of forgiveness because just imagine, okay, yourself being imprisoned for 27 years. 27 years were actually taken from your life and this happened just because you were fighting for something that that is like yours, you know? You were fighting just for your rights and 27 years for were taken from you what you do when you go out of prison when you face your enemies who imprisoned you for fighting for your rights you actually (laughs) you reach out to them and um you invite them to your presidential inauguration he also forgave the people who had orchestrated his imprisonment and persecution imagine this i just oh my god like Mandela's story has been such an inspiration to me in a very, very dark time, actually, because I just struggled with forgiveness for a very, very long time. I have been struggling with it. He was such a mentor to me. Thank you, Mr. Mandela. (laughs) Thank you. Earlier on, I thought that forgiveness was accepting and tolerating being wronged by people and that if I ever forgive anyone who has done me wrong, I will hurt myself by putting myself in a situation where it happens again. And my reaction then was usually to either act passive-aggressive or just disappear, you know, just was here, but not anymore. <laughs> In both situations, I'm there with so much resentment, actually, okay? This is the problem here. It's the resentment um, towards the person who wronged me. And I'm not talking about the moment I was wronged, okay? The moment I'm wronged, yes, I feel a certain emotion like anger, fear, sadness, but I'm talking about long term. Uh, I'm talking here about days, months, or even years after the person does something to me. And I wasn't wrong about the fact that, it can, that I can hurt myself again by putting myself in a situation where it happens. But I was actually wrong about the definition of forgiveness itself. What forgiveness is, I realized that I have spent so much time resenting people around me for some mistakes they made on my behalf, thinking that I'm a victim of their behaviors and their actions. And it was very draining. Because I was always carrying that negativity towards them. It really took so much energy for me. Energy that I could do other interesting things with. Until I realized that forgiveness is not saying yes to mistreatment or wrongdoing. Like Oprah Winfrey said, forgiveness is giving up the hope that the past could have been any different. It's accepting the past for what it is. And using this moment and this time to help yourself move forward. So yeah, it's simply to move forward without that feeling of resentment, okay? Forgiveness is simply letting go. Blessing what happened and letting go of the negative feelings and emotions. And it's not an easy task. I totally understand and agree. I myself have struggled with that to internalize it, okay? To internalize the fact that someone hurts me and it's fine. No, it's not fine. I was like... It's not okay for you to hurt me. But forgiveness is not saying that it's okay. Forgiveness is just letting go. (laughs) To explain this a little bit more, there's this vision that I had once in my meditation that I'd like to share with you. Um, I'd like you to close your eyes if you can, and if you can, not just keep them open. It's okay. I just want you to imagine yourself in that life that you've always dreamed of. I want you to visualize yourself um, becoming that person that you want to become, that highest version of yourself, the values that you want to have, the impact that you have on people's lives with whatever you do, and the value that you bring to people around you like your family and colleagues. I want you to imagine that every part piece of yourself, of who you are, is gathered to Send an energy that helps other people around you and even the people that are not around you, okay? You are making impacts with pieces of yourself, with your skills, with what you can do. Imagine that you have everything you have ever wanted on the intrinsic level, just like I just said. The purpose, the impact, and how other people feel thanks to you how other people's lives are improved thanks to you the value that you bring to other people's lives i want you to imagine this and i also want you to imagine on the extrinsic level everything you've ever wanted extrinsic by extrinsic i mean the material things so you live in your dream house and you have all your dream cars um, in the garage you have all your designer's clothes and you live that lifestyle that you've always been dying to live. Like you're traveling all over the world while building your empire or something. You're traveling all over the world whenever you can. I don't know, just imagine a life that you really, really like, really, okay? You are living in that life and you are hyper satisfied with it. Now, I want you to imagine that you are on a way to that life i want you to imagine yourself on a path and at the end of the path you see all of this everything i just said okay you see yourself um, with that light that you are reflecting from all the pieces of yourself that are gathered i want you to see the value that you have on people around you i want you to the dream. I want you to, to see the cars, the empire, the people you want to have around you. I want you to see the life. That life, I want you to see it at the end of that path that you are walking on. And actually, you are really walking. It's a real way. It's a real path. And you are taking steps. You are walking. And as you are walking, you see that at the end of the way. So, it's far, but it's there, most importantly. Let me say it again, it is far, but it is there. And it's extraordinary. You can see it, you can hear it, you can smell it, and you are walking on a path that is taking you to it. I want you right now to allow yourself to be aware of the emotions that this vision gave you. Just, did you feel? I don't know if you felt something, but if you felt something, that's great. That's exactly what I want you to feel. So, you felt this, okay, everything. Now, as you're walking on this path, step by step, you are focusing on your steps, you're doing just fine, taking the path step by step, and someone comes out of the trees because there are trees on the sides of the road, And just throws a little rock on you, okay? This person disrespected you. This person interrupted your focus and hurted your hand or your feet or whatever, wherever the rock landed on your body, okay? Now, your body detected danger and you feel angry and defensive. You're on the fight or flight mode. What are you going to do? What would your reaction be? If someone did this to you on your way to that great, beautiful, amazing thing that is waiting for you. For example, the old me would definitely try to hit back or fight the person. Just say with me, I will explain why I talked about the big thing waiting and the vision and everything. So the old me would definitely go defensive and try to hit back. Why? Because I used to confuse emotion with action. And to me then, every emotion I feel was, Aya, there's something wrong. You should definitely do something about this. And so Aya tries to do something about it by defending herself or by reacting in a violent way to show the person that I am serious and that I'm not to play with. What do you think of this? What do you think about this? Do you think that I used to do the right thing? That it's right for me, for example, if I was the person walking to treat the person the same way they treated me or just, you know, act on my emotion and literally just hit back or something? Do you think that it's the right thing for me to do to just act on my emotions? Do you think that it's effective for me to react this way, to try and fix the person? Person's perception of me, how the person perceives me, is it effective for me to try and change that? Will it help me move forward on my path to that big thing waiting for me at the end of the way. No, right? Okay, now why? Why, why, why? In The 7 Habits of Highly Effective People, Stephen Covey mentions being proactive as the very first habit of The 7 Habits. And he said that our freedom lies between the stimulus and the response. So, you usually get emotional when someone does something to you and it's pretty normal because... Because our brain perceives it as danger. Now, if your reaction comes from that emotion, from the emotion that you had from that stimulus of that person treating you in a certain way, uh, be it anger or sadness or fear, you're not letting space for the light of consciousness and awareness and logic to lead your response. And so, you are not going to solve the problem. You are just going to hurt that person and you will feel worse than how you felt after the stimulus because now your response was not solution-driven or, in another word, proactive. On the other hand, if you take time to feel your emotion whatever it is, after the stimulus and let it go because emotions are energy in motion and they are just here to be felt, okay? They just want to be felt to go. According to Gary Zukav, they are only here to tell us something about ourselves. They are signals that indicate whether we are in alignment with our true selves or not, So if you take time to feel your emotions and let them go through you, you give space to the light of consciousness and awareness to tell you about the right thing to do, which is to react in a way that is effective, that is intentional, okay? So for example, if you're going to hurt the person back, your intention here is to hurt that person and you don't want to have that intention because it, it will come back to you and it won't help you move forward with peace and grace in order for you to focus and yeah so as I said um, a way that is effective that is intentional and that will help you keep moving and walking on that path that I told you about sometimes it can be to not answer at all okay and just simply go other times, it can be to schedule a time to communicate. For example, if you are in a relationship with this person, if you are, um, if they're a colleague or something, I don't know. All this to say that our freedom and our well-being and our peace lies not in the external world of our environment or what other people do to us. It does lie in how we choose to react to everything going on around us. Like I said in the very first episode, it's not about what life throws at us, it's about how we react to it. I remember listening to an Oprah Super Soul episode with Byron Katie, an American speaker and author who teaches a method of self-inquiry, and I remember her telling Oprah that she hasn't suffered for like years and years. So many years, I can't really remember how much, but I think around... No, I can't remember... And Oprah asked her, like, how come we are humans, we feel down sometimes, it happens to all of us, we feel, and other times we feel good, and, you know, life is ups and downs, and she told her that she did feel sad, she did feel angry so many times, she always has emotions, just like the rest of us, but she told her that she hasn't suffered and she told her that she actually hasn't suffered all these years because she was present to her emotion. She was there and she was validating her emotions. And when I say present, do you know what present means? Present is, for example, feeling sad and going like, I'm feeling sad. This is exactly what I should be feeling. And it's okay to feel sad. This is being present. It's validating our emotions our feelings and allowing, giving them space to be. And that's what she has been doing. That's why she hasn't been suffering. And she also told her that she was there. Um, anything that ever happened to her, she believed in its wisdom to happen. And, and she was stoic in her thinking to her, like everything that is happening is exactly what is supposed to be happening. And I was listening to her like, amen. Definitely, that's the real talk. And so Oprah asked her another question about forgiveness and how to let go and how she reacts to other people hurting her. And she said that once we start defending ourselves in this type of situations, okay, we start creating war. And that's not what we want. What we want is peace while walking to our big thing. We don't want drama. We don't want anything like that. And so she told Oprah that, for example, if someone comes and hits her, her reaction will be to not do anything about it. She won't do anything about it. She will just smile and go. And she also told her that if it ever happens again, it's not the other person anymore that hit her. It's her. She was the one hitting herself, okay? And she hurted herself. I want to say that through this conversation, I realized that the best way to have peace and freedom, to be able to focus on my steps, to my big thing that I visualize sometimes, is by first of all questioning the thoughts that I get whenever someone treats me in a way that I don't really like or appreciate. Just question that thought and make sure that what I think is 100% true because so many times it's not what I think. And since I'm talking about forgiveness here, let's say it's correct. The person did actually hurt me, okay? And it's not just my mind playing games or anything, okay? It's true. The person did hurt me and disrespected me. The first thing I learned to do is to accept. Accept. This is hard and challenging because these situations usually come as a surprise because I don't expect them and... So my mind just has a hard time taking what happened. And so I just accept it and I go like, this person actually did this and my expectations were not met and they should not be any different, okay? The person should be who they are. The second thing, and this one was like the most surprising to me when Byron Katie said it to Oprah and it's respecting the disrespect of the other person. How crazy is this? But I really think that makes a lot of sense because at first, what I would say is, how dare they? How dare they do this to me or treat me this way? No. But then this is, a, this is great because when you think about it, we are all human beings fighting battles here. Life is not easy. And when someone disrespects me, what they're doing is just expressing their frustration. That's what they are doing. And don't get me wrong, to respect other people's disrespect is only to say, this person doesn't have to live to my expectations. They don't have to grow to a certain level higher than the one they are at right now. They should only be themselves. Disappointment is hard, but remember the stoicism. The second thing is to respect the other person's disrespect. And the third thing is knowing the difference between the three businesses. And this is the big part to me. Like Katie Byron says, there's my mental business, God's business, and people's mental, mental business. If someone ever does something to me after accepting and respecting their disrespect and what they did, what I do is be aware that what they did is their mental business, not mine. And I have nothing to do with it. And so what I do is simply mind my own mental business by focusing on building my own character and focusing on my next right steps to my thing, okay? To that, to the end of the way, the way to that beautiful vision, to my life, to whatever I am attracting. And for the question why this happened to me and not someone else, this is God's business. But if it ever happens again, it's my mental business, because I allowed this to happen again. And here comes the fourth step, which is taking responsibility for what happened, and to know that if it ever happens again, it becomes my mental business. It's me. It's me, it's not the other person anymore, because I have the gift of choice, and I can choose to leave, when a situation no longer works for me, another thing that I do is that I try to see the good in the person that hurted me, and I try to understand what happened because you know there must be something wrong with the person just to leave their path to their great thing, to their to whatever they they can achieve, you know, to whatever can be awaiting them. It's huge and it's big. To leave that and to come to my path to hurt me, there must be something wrong. Because hurt people hurt people. And a healed person never uses their energy to bring harm to another person. Never. A healed person only uses their energy to love and create. I realize that we are all here fighting wars that not all people know about. And we are all doing our best to become better and to advance, whether we know that or not. I think all people have that within them. We all have that urge to change for the better and to live better and to move forward and just do good in our lives. And however bad anyone hurts me every time i do the effort to follow these steps everything i just said and especially to see the good and understand the person this is To me, like, this is the most important part. And try to put myself in the person's shoes. This has helped me a lot. Once I do that, once I put myself in the person's shoes, I start having compassion towards the person. I start feeling what they could be feeling. And what usually happens after this is that I completely let go of the resentment I have towards the other person. Instantly. Once I put myself in their shoes. Because let me say this. Like, what I realized is that and this is very logical. If you take yourself and you put yourself in another person's life, okay? Just imagine a person who harmed you once or caused you to do something, I don't know. Just imagine yourself living the, that person's life, okay? With their childhood, with their traumas, with whatever happened to them, whatever, however they have been raised, whoever they have been friends with, I don't know. Just every little detail, of their life, of their experience and their journey. You know, when you imagine this, you realize that you could not have um, reacted differently. You could not have done that. Okay, you can tell me that, yeah, and we are responsible and we should, every one of us should be, I agree with you, like every and each one of us should be taken steps to become better and to move forward and to control ourselves you know we should do better in our in our life it's good for us okay it's not only good for the other person it's about our own freedom and our all our own life quality but there is time in too okay the other person just like i said in the part of accepting and respecting the other person's disrespect it's about time If you ever put yourself in the person's shoes, you will realize that it's not time for them to control their emotions yet. It's not time for them to know that they should not be hurting other people like that yet. And so, just as I said, once I put myself in the other person's shoes, that resentment just takes off, okay? And it completely goes. All those feelings, you know, I don't know, you must know this feeling that you get when someone hurts you or wrongs you, you feel attacked, you feel like your chest is closed, you feel a certain type of hatred or something. This hatred just goes afterwards, it just just flees, you know, it just goes. And I feel just extremely free, I feel like my chest and heart are open and the situation just does not bother me anymore. Like Mandela said in another quote. Forgiveness liberates the soul. It removes fear. That's why it's such a powerful weapon. By letting go of resentment, I become free. And that is forgiveness. It's not saying with the person who hurted you. Dr. Maya Angelou said in one of her interviews with Oprah, when you forgive somebody, it doesn't mean you want to sit down and invite them to your table. And yeah, it's true because it's just letting go. Forgiveness is only letting go because we are part of something big, exciting. We are one. We are all good. It's just letting go because you are part of something big, exciting. You are we are all one. We are all good. All human beings. We are all and we are all flawed and hurting. and hurting each other is part of each other's evolutions. This is how I see it. I feel like we have to hurt each other from time to time in order for each one of us to grow and to become and to reach our big things at the end, you know? Just like Beyonce said, forgiveness is key because we're part of something way bigger. Forgiveness is understanding that people are not bad. People are hurt. This is important. I literally realized that forgiveness is having the insight and knowing for sure that people are not bad, they are heard. That person left their way to come and to hit you. There must be something wrong with them, okay? Don't take it personally. It's not about you, it's them. In the book, The Four Agreements, a practical guide to practice personal freedom by michael ruiz the second agreement is take nothing personally that person has another world inside them okay another story a whole bunch of ideas and beliefs and traumas that can that came from their environment and their childhood and many things that is not your mental business so what you want to do is take responsibility Pray for them. Send them a lot of love. This is forgiveness. It's being able to pray for the person and being able to send them love. To say say within yourself, I really don't want this person to be like this. They deserve better. This is it. This is forgiveness. Just pray for them and look at the big thing and keep walking. This is what I realized. If you're afraid of upcoming situations, you know, with other people that you will meet in the future, I'd like you to remember authentic power. As you are walking on your path with love, with good intention and grace, if you're seeing and perceiving from a lens of love, you are always protected and guided and loved and assisted and therefore powerful. No one can ever hurt you or take away from you what is yours. No one but you, if you choose to stop focusing on the steps and your mental business and start focusing on other people's mental business and God's business. People who are good for you will come and people who aren't supposed to be with you, who are not supposed to be in your life, will manifest as lesson holders lesson messengers who come to teach you something about yourself. You might ask yourself, why me? Why did it happen to me? That's not your business. That's God's business. Your business is the steps and that's all. I believe that my job in my life and my path, the only way I can get to that vision that I talked about, that I asked you to have, the only way I can walk to that vision and be used in a divine way to help other people and add values to their lives and make positive beautiful impact in this world is by focusing on my steps the steps that i am taking and by loving others while taking my steps and whenever i find myself in a situation like this one, you know, like that person that threw the rock on you. <laughs> I do everything I talked about. I accept, I respect, I know my mental business, I take responsibility, I see the good in the other person. I try to understand. And when I try to understand, I realize that I have compassion towards the other person. And therefore, I have love towards the other person. And you know what happens when I have love? I am in the forgiveness frequency. I realized that although it seemed like that person actually interrupted my walk-in and my focus by throwing that rock on me, they actually didn't because doing everything I just said to forgive them turned out to be a step itself towards my big thing. It's a part of walk-in because everything happens for us and not to us. This is it about forgiveness today. I hope you could relate to this. Okay, and I'm going to say the same thing. I always say at the end of every and each episode, <laughs> if you could relate to this episode, if you had a hard time forgiving others too and moving forward with peace and grace, without you know resentment and just let me know okay and I want to thank my friends who take time to to write to me and tell me about what they think of the episode and about the parts that they related to the most. They helped me so much to move forward and keep doing this. We all need support, (laughs) no matter how responsible and um, independent we are. uh, We are interdependent beings, and we are here to support each other and to be here for each other. And I want to thank you for listening to me and for... um, taken this time to listen to this episode i really enjoyed talking to you and telling you about my perception and about what i think of this subject i would really appreciate it if you could tell me about your experience about your own stories with um forgiveness and um, your own situations i would love to hear about them i'm still in front of the beautiful view And I just had a very precious moment making this episode. And yeah, this is Aya. And thank you.